Assalamu alaikum everyone this is Yasin and I hope you guys are having a fantastic terrific Tuesday today I want to talk about the topic of do you own someone else's results do you own your clients results do you own your children's results do you own somebody's else's outcome if you help them achieve that outcome and the origin story behind this is something that I noticed that as I was growing up, a lot of my mentors, a lot of my teachers, uh, some, uh, some that come to mind specifically, people who raised me, one of the things that I noticed that they would often do is that whenever I had achieved some sort of outcome, when I had achieved something, right? Whether that be uh, after a couple years of me being inside of their class, I started to teach my own class. When it started being that other people would compliment me, when other people would say, oh, wow, Yasin is doing so great. One of the things that I noticed that my teachers would do would be that they would say, oh, I'm the one who built him. I'm the one who uh, uh, basically created that outcome for, that, for Yasin. And as I grew up, I started to realize that what they were doing was in a unfortunately uh, uh, diminishing way, they were essentially trying to own the outcomes and the achievements of which I had uh, accomplished at that time. And what I realized what it was doing was it was creating this understanding in my own mind that I really did not achieve what it is that I achieved. It was because of the fact that they had poured into me that I had achieved that. Now, there are pros and cons to this, and this is what I want to really touch base on today. Because of the fact that when you are in a service-based business, when you are a coach, what ends up happening is that you are pouring into somebody else and you are giving them the resources and the tools, whether you're helping them lose weight, whether you're helping them build a business, whether or not you're helping them get a better job, you are pouring into them. And what ends up happening is that you feel a sense of expectation, a sense of entitlement, a sense of wanting to be praised for all of the hard work that you did as a coach or as a teacher or as a parent or um, whatever it might be, having poured into this person. And so you feel like, you know what, if that person hadn't come to me, if I hadn't helped that person, they would not be able to achieve what it is that they achieved. And so as a result, what the coach, what the teacher actually ends up doing is that they actually end up wanting to own the achievements of the, of the student, of the client. And what actually ends up happening is that when you own that achievement, it has a adverse effect on the, on the client or the student because then the client or the student never actually feels like they were the ones who did any of the work. And in their mind, as you start to tell them more like, oh, I'm the one who built you up. Uh, you would have been nothing without me. Uh, what you're actually doing is you're diminishing their aspect of putting in the work in order to achieve the outcome. And when you do that, you start to create this neurosis and psychosis inside of the mind of the student or the client in that they, realize, they, they start to think of themselves like, oh, it wasn't me who did anything. Um, it was just the teacher. And so that creates a dependency on you as the coach and, and, and as the teacher, and you never are actually building up your students and your clients to be able to fend for themselves. So that is one negative aspect that occurs because of that. The second thing that occurs, and I think this is something that teachers and coaches don't think about, is that if you own 
their success, then you equally also own their failures. And it's funny because we as humans, you know, we always only want to be uh, taking credit for the positive, but we never want to take credit of the negatives. And so if the student fails, then you are equally as liable. And so if you are the type of ego-filled teacher or coach who wants to take full credit for the success of your client or student, you should then also realize that you have to take credit for their failures as well because they failed even though you were coaching them. And so you can see how this becomes a downward spiral, not only for yourself, because you're filling up your ego and you're filling up who you are as a coach as if the student and the client did nothing. And you're also doing at the detriment of the stability and sustainability of the student or client. And so what I've come to realize is that unfortunately, this is something that is a very prevalent thing especially in the, uh, the people who are uh, coming from a Muslim background or even an immigrant background. And it's something that we don't, even, even unfortunately our parents do this many times to, our, to us, is that in their, in their pursuit of wanting to demand respect, of wanting to demand shukr and praise and thankfulness, right, of, of trying to force you to become humble, in that pursuit, what they actually end up doing is in one way filling up their own ego that hey you know what it was them that they that they did something and then on the other end creating a a a, a imposter syndrome a negative understanding in the in the in the child or the student or the client's mind and so this dynamic is not very positive and is not helpful to either party now that does not mean that students children uh, clients should go out there and have their own ego filled up and say like, yeah, I did everything, you know, the student, the, the, the coach didn't do anything, the teacher was nothing, it was the one me who did everything. No, there needs, to be, there needs to strike a balance here. And so what I found is that whenever anybody praises me as a coach or as a teacher and say, hey, you know, Yasin, I would never have been able to do this uh, without you, instead of leaning into that and letting that drive up my ego, what I continuously emphasize to the student was I say, hey, no, I just showed you the door. You're the one who stepped in through the door, right? And so what that does is it strikes a balance between, yes, hey, there was a part of your journey that I was a contributing factor to. However, you are the one who took the action and you are the one who actually changed your life. And so when you position it in that respect, it actually pushes some of that responsibility on the student. And, and then the client. And so that creates a positive and healthy mentality for the student, for the client, for the teacher, uh, for, the, for the child, excuse me, to be able to look at that perspective and understand their, their, their journey. And so this is why I think it's very important to pinpoint these because although it's a very subtle thing, what it does is it, it, it has massive implications for how you are running your business, how you're running your, your class, if you're a teacher, is how you're raising your children in that you, you, you're basically telling them like, yes, I had a role in showing you the door and guiding you to the path. But at the end of the day, you are the one who put in the work and made that a reality. And so it also emphasizes to the other party that the work was one of the most critical things. And I think that is something that is extremely undermined throughout this entire process when we try, when us as teachers or coaches try to fill up our egos and say like, hey, no, I was the one who did everything. And so when I look back at uh, me being raised up and unfortunately that is something that even now as I start publishing, 
one of the fears that I've had for the longest time is that I would hate for me as I publish out there for somebody else to try and say, oh, Yasin is where he is because I'm the one who did XYZ. And unfortunately, that's a reality that I'm going to have to face. And I've, I've come to the conclusion that I'm not going to let that hold me back. That even though they're going to say that, and even though I don't want to pander into what it is that they're going to say, I, I still need to continue forward with my, with my goals, continue forward with my publishing, continue forward with putting my content and my voice out there. Even though I know, unfortunately, there are those people who are going to be saying behind my back, oh, Yasin would be nothing without me and all these kinds of things. When in reality, I've worked very hard to get to where I am. And of course, at the same time, there's a level of humility in which I make dua for them, in which I, you know, I thank them and I praise them. But at the same time, I put in the work in order to get to where I am. And so I just wanted to give that dynamic for you guys because this, I think, is very valuable to understand and make that shift for yourself as a parent, for yourself as a coach, for yourself as a teacher in any regard, is don't own the outcomes and the achievements of those people that you helped. Instead, you position it as, hey, I showed you the door. You're the one who took the action. You're the one who took the step. I hope that's helpful for you guys. And we're going to keep this journey going. I'll talk to you guys soon. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.